Welcome to another American Bankruptcy Institute podcast. I'm Sam Giordano, ABI Executive Director. We live in an economy that runs on credit. Nearly 70% of the domestic economy is made up of consumer spending. More than any other demographic group, young people are the target audience for marketers worldwide, selling everything from fashion to gadgetry and beyond. More students than ever say they want personal financial education, but only about 15 states now require public schools to offer a personal finance course. Not surprisingly, there are gaps in teenagers' and young adults' awareness of what it takes to be money savvy, how to establish good credit, how to balance a checkbook or check the accuracy of a bank statement, how to manage a credit card, how credit card interest and fees work, what a credit score is and why it's important, to know before they owe on student loans, and to appreciate the risk of non-banks like check-cashing services, rent-to-own, and payday lenders. Young people desperately need to know about money management, to understand the basics of budgeting and credit, now more than ever a priority as they come of age in a challenging economic time. There are many nonprofits trying to provide money smarts for students and other young people. The bankruptcy community's contribution to the field is called CARE, Credit Abuse Resistance Education, founded by Rochester, New York bankruptcy judge John Ninfo. Judge Ninfo recently retired from the bench, and he joins us today to talk about his passion, credit education for young people. Welcome, Judge Ninfo, to ABI Podcasts. Good morning, Sam. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm really encouraged by uh, the things that we're going to talk about this morning. Well, let's start with the basics. Uh, What is the CARE program uh, that you founded? How did it come to be, and where did the idea come from? Well, I I think the best way to describe CARE is that it is a grassroots-free financial literacy initiative of the bankruptcy system, as you've described it, uh, that makes bankruptcy professionals available primarily to high school and college educators, but also to other community groups to share their unique knowledge and experiences about personal finances uh, that they have gained in and around the bankruptcy courts. I think the best way to describe its goal is that uh, those who uh, receive a presentation ultimately come away from it realizing that the uh, that it is important for them to learn about personal finances in this, as you've described it, very challenging uh, credit environment. So we try to talk to them about things such as avoiding credit card debt, budgeting to control their spending instead of allowing their spending to control them, saving not just for retirement someday, but for emergencies and anticipated expenses, uh, using cash as much as possible, some techniques like that, minimizing student loan debt, the next big credit bubble that we have, and doing the things that are necessary to, as you've described, maintain a good credit history and a good credit score. And those are just a few things that we try to do. And uh, Once NPR referred to the CARE uh, program and its presentations is a scared straight credit program for students. So I guess that probably sums it up the best that I can. How do you get that scare straight message across to students? Well, I think what it is is, you know, aside from the website, which supplements the care presentations, there are live presentations by bankruptcy professionals. And a lot of what's worked into those presentations are 
stories of real people that have come through the bankruptcy courts. And we have seen those of us who are in the trenches every day, as I described it, we're the, the boots-on-the-ground people trying to clean up the mess all the time. Uh, so it's not talk-speak for us when we go in to make these presentations in schools and community groups and so forth. And what we try to describe to them, in a sense, is why these things like budgeting and savings are so important by using these stories and the experiences that we've had in the bankruptcy court of people who didn't do those things, who basically ruined a good part of their life because they didn't have a budget. They didn't understand the true cost of credit on credit cards if they were just making the minimum payments at high interest rates. They didn't understand uh, that they couldn't afford these mortgages or that they really couldn't afford that seven-year car loan because the car was going to be upside down after three and a half years. All the kinds of things, Sam, that we see every day in and around the bankruptcy court, just for the cars, for example. You know, as you know, every day in bankruptcy court, because people have seven-year car loans with the car upside down after three and a half or four years, and then they roll in that loan when they buy a new car. We see people every day in the bankruptcy court who have uh, a car that they owe $30,000 against, and everybody agrees it's only worth fifteen. Those are the kind of unique experiences that we see in around the court that drive the messages of budgeting and savings and understanding the true cost of credit, re, you know, reviewing your financial contracts, understanding how they work. They drive them home to people because, as I've said, we are the boots on the ground people. Right. About how many of these presentations have you done over the years? Well, I started going into the schools, believe it or not, Sam, in 1997 when no one was talking about these things with students for the most part. And I probably do myself personally 35 or 40 of them a year. Uh, This is January now, and I have four scheduled for January already. How receptive are students to this important message? Well, I think, in fact, they're very receptive. And I'll just tell you a little story. I start out each presentation, and I encourage everybody to do that. I start each presentation with describing who I am, in my case, a bankruptcy judge, and I'm here representing CARE. But I also say to them, I'm here also as a father and a grandfather, and I'm here because I really care about you. And I've seen too many people ruin their lives because they didn't understand anything about personal finances in our world of where I describe it as a national epidemic of financial literacy. And so I think that's the kind of connection. And over the years, I think what I've, just, what I've seen, to be honest with you, is a gradual increase in students' awareness that personal finances are, in fact, important. I'll just tell you a quick little story. In the last five presentations in the high schools that I've been in in the last month or so, I've asked the students, uh, usually they're seniors, sometimes juniors, how many of you are looking forward to having a credit card? Five years ago when I asked that question, every kid would have raised both of their hands. They were so anxious, mm-hmm. me, 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 to get a credit card. Right. Now I'd say only a half a dozen in, across those whole five schools have raised their hands. They know there's something wrong. So the answer is more receptive now than ever. Do kids mm-hmm. learn from this? At the end of the presentation, I told you how I start. At the end of the presentation, I always say, did anybody learn anything today? And to be honest with you, virtually every kid raises their hand. Because, again, Mm -hmm. they may have heard some of these things, Sam, in other places. 
but they haven't heard it the way that we, as bankruptcy professionals, with, as I've said, our unique knowledge and experiences, can present it to them. Now, uh, ABI and uh, CARE have a new relationship where ABI is uh, uh, assuming the administration of the, of the program. So how do you see ABI members uh, getting involved with CARE uh, going forward? Well, as I've said, first of all, uh, I'm so pleased that, uh, with this partnership because, you know, CARE is this free financial literacy outreach program. And, of course, the ABI is really the, more than any other organization right now, representative of the bankruptcy community. And also because of its great educational and outreach missions, I think this is just a perfect fit. So let me start off by saying that. Um, I think in terms of getting involved, as I've always said, uh, this is a unique opportunity for bankruptcy professionals to truly make a difference, to uh, do something instead of, as I've said, just cleaning up the mess all the time. And so I don't know anyone that I've ever dealt with who's been involved with care as a bankruptcy professional doing presentations who isn't, hasn't walked away and said, wow, do I feel really good about that. So I would encourage members, this is a real chance for you to use the knowledge that you already have. We're not asking you to go in there and talk about law enforcement or something like that. This is a chance to really use the information that you already have in a unique way and really make a difference for those kids. And I just want to say, you know, a lot of people say, well, I don't know if I feel comfortable going and talking to students. Mm-hmm. The point is they have not heard, they respect you, and let me tell you why. They know that this is not talk speak for us, that we really do care about them, and we, they know we're in the trenches. They know that we're not there just to get some advantage, to sell books or CDs or get to be a pundit on CNN or something like that. We're just there because we care about them because we've seen the consequences. And we see it every day, like I've said. We see young people losing out on jobs and student loans and apartments and graduate school and car loans and everything because they've ruined their credit, because they didn't do some of these things that we talk about. So they are very receptive. They, we are absolutely, there always will be a place for care uh, and bankruptcy professionals to go in and talk to young people. Like you said, with the recession, there's been an explosion of websites and bloggers and books and everything about personal finances. But there'll always be a place for care because we are the ones who don't talk, speak. We are the real deal. And so I encourage bankruptcy professionals to take this opportunity, and I guarantee them personally. And if you don't have a good experience and you become part of care and you go in and you walk away from one of those presentations not feeling good, please call me. So how uh, should a, a member uh, take the next step if they want to get involved? What, what should they do? Where, where well, should they go? I think there's go? two things. First, uh, they ought to look on the website and see if there is a uh, care, a local care program in their community that they can hook up with. Mm-hmm. Uh, if there is not, uh, I assume that what they will be doing then with the uh, ABI management is probably getting a hold of Nick Jacobs, who's going to be managing the program, and seeing if there isn't a way that they can work to start a program in their local right. area. 
And the reality is that they should know is we have the materials. We have the information. Starting a program is not going to require you to reinvent the wheel. It's basically done for you. So mm-hmm. you ought to know that. It isn't, you know, we're, we're going to be there to help you at every step of the way to make sure that this works for you. And so that would be my message. Mm-hmm. And about how many uh, uh, locations uh, does CARE have the, uh, the flag planted? Well, it, as of 2008, we had a presence in all 50 states and in the District mm-hmm. of Columbia and in, in Puerto Rico, but that doesn't mean that we're in every town or every city. It just mm-hmm. means that, you know, there's some, somebody doing it. I used to kid mm-hmm. at one point in Chicago, I think we had 50 judges and lawyers and trustees doing the program in Chicago, and it's still probably one of our strongest um, um, locations. And right. then in Anchorage, Alaska, we had one assistant U.S. trustee <laughs> mm-hmm. doing the program. So, you mm-hmm. know, CARE has had a presence in all 50 states. It doesn't mean it's everywhere. But, you know, mm-hmm. our goal for the future, with the help of the ABI and extensive membership that it has, and like I said, being the true representative of the bankruptcy system, uh, we're hopeful that we're going to really expand. And CARE's motto, to be kind of honest with you, has always been, one student at a time. Mm -hmm. And my hope, and I know that the ABI's hope is that we're going to have an awful lot more in the future of those one students at a time. Right. So if there's uh, not one already established, uh, it's easy enough to start, and uh, um, our members uh, can utilize their contacts that they have uh, in their local communities, uh, schools, other community-based organizations uh, to try to arrange uh, uh, to come in and, and talk to the students. It's as simple as that, right. isn't and, it? And, and if, you know, we can even probably, we've done it in the past, arrange for a mentoring program. You know, an, another program maybe you know, fairly close to you or something like that, that mm-hmm. you could uh, talk to those people you know, on, a, on a very down-to-earth basis, nuts and bolts, X's and O's basis. What does it really take to get into the schools and so forth? And how do you institutionalize the program in a particular location so that if you start off with a business teacher and all of a sudden that business teacher retires, you know, it's a lot like, you know, building up a law practice. You've got to try to not only uh, get into the schools, but you've got to try to institutionalize it so that if that principal or that um, business teacher or that guidance counselor with fire in their belly all of a sudden retires, you don't find yourself, you know, not being able to go back to that school. Okay. We should probably mention the uh, the website. Uh, the address is careforyourfuture.org, and that's uh, for the number four, careforyourfuture.org, uh, uh, for more information and how people can uh, get involved and volunteer uh, and otherwise uh, become part of this uh, grassroots uh, effort. Uh, that's uh, all the time we have for today. We uh, encourage folks, again, to uh, to check out the website. Uh, as an organization, ABI very much uh, looks forward to this new partnership uh, with the CARE program. It's, uh, it's a tremendous uh, program for um, a population Uh, that uh, can really uh, need the help, and it will make you feel good, too. Uh, Judge Ninfo, thank you uh, for your leadership and for your time today. 
Well, thank you, Sam, and thanks to the ABI, and thank you to all of the people who are currently working in care and all the many more that I hope will be working in care in the future. The kids need you more than ever. Agreed. Uh, And we thank you for listening. There are more than 100 podcasts on the ABI website for listening or download. Go to podcast.abi.org. Until next time, then, this is uh, ABI Executive Director Sam Giordano saying good day.